0: This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock.
1: Hey, guys, this is Michael over in Colorado. I just wanted to comment on the Masterpiece Cake Shop uh, case ruling. Um, I, I mean, I do think that the uh, the, the Supreme Court's uh, holding that, oh, the commission was mean to this guy. And so, you know, the ruling is overturned, but we're only speaking on this case. I, I think their reasoning there is kind of insane and laughable but the the reason the real reason they did it was it turns out that uh balancing you know so-called freedom of speech like this guy was claiming and uh, uh discrimination against well you know any protected class is a, a tricky issue and they were like well that's hard we don't want to deal with it so here's our cop out um so yeah it'll 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 come back sometime but uh be, well, well, it's not binding. It has already been pointed to uh, in some other cases. There was one down in Arizona that pointed to what Kennedy said about, you know, this, is, this isn't okay. You can't do this. So it, it should be interesting to see how it goes. Glory hole, motherfuckers. Hey, Tom and Cecil, so it's you from California. Uh, in regards to your issue of taking the Trump presidency more seriously, there's actually a scientific reason behind the fact that we can't do that. You see. As it turns out, the human mind is just too fragile and unable to handle all the random chaotic neuron firing and all the rest of it that goes with trying to imagine something as eldritchly abominable as the Trump president sees that the only thing we can do is picture it as a joke, or we're just not able to handle it, (laughs) and we all start to go slightly mad. Madder. You get the idea. Anyway, glory, old gentleman.
2: Of cognitive dissonance and see, so I am—I don't know about you, buddy, but I am getting excited about the live show for Citation needed coming I up. I know, August. right? Yeah, like I am excited for fun. it. August is right around the corner, yeah. and August in Chicago is delightful. I tell you, it's better than August in New York, which smells like garbage. So that is yeah. all the times that's yeah. the calendar in New York, <laughs> where it just smells like garbage. We are doing a live show uh, in August. That's August the 11th, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to be at the Victory Biograph Theater here in Chicago. Um, should be a great time if you guys are listening to Citation Needed. You should come check it out. If you're not listening to Citation Needed, you, you should check, check out, out. Yeah. Citation Needed, then come check out the yeah. live show.
3: Yeah. No, do it in the other order. Other Buy order? Your tickets for the live show. Yeah, then you know check what? out. You Citation might like Needed. just yeah. Just try the tip. Here's you the thing. Might like. Here's the thing. If you buy the tickets, you already invested. You're going to like the show.
2: Yeah, sunk cost you're, fallacy. Yeah,
3: exactly. That's
2: yeah. I have modeled my entire life yeah. after the sunk yeah. cost fallacy. That was your first marriage. That yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was a sunk cost. That's not, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> well, still paying. Cheers. Still paying, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. That's a cool. lot of money. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead and talk about a story. Uh, Uh, This story is from thehill.com, and I I love this story so much. Church members are angry over placement of giant Marilyn Mimosa. Marilyn Marilyn, Marilyn Mimosa? Mimosa. Marilyn Mimosa. Let's try that one more time. Church members are angry over placement of giant Marilyn Monroe statue in Connecticut. All right, so as part of this like art everywhere type of project, um, there's this giant 26 foot statue of Marilyn Monroe that's being erected, and based on the pose of the statue. It might not be the only thing erected right, exactly. <laughs> in that area. And it's that, it's that iconic, um, seven year itch one, you know, where her dress is flying up mm-hmm. and like her giant granny panties yeah, are exactly. available for yeah. everyone to see. Yeah. My favorite thing about this story is like the church. First of all, the ass faces the church. Yeah. So it's like, it's oriented. So she's mooning the people most likely to get worked up about it. Right. So I think that's just fucking delightful, but then I just love the idea of being delighted or, de- or, or, or uh, offended rather. And like freaked out by an ass. That's not a real ass. Yeah. <laughs> There's no actual ass. Well, also- it's fucking Plaster of Paris and cardboard and whatever. But it's also, like you said, it's like
3: fucking bloomers or whatever. She's yeah. wearing like granny panties. <laughs> like these are like, like these are the least sexual things you could look at and be like, you yeah, know, that looks like it looks like it, it kind of looks like what the cheerleaders wear when they do their flippity flips, you right. know, and they're like they uh, their these would barely
2: qualify in 2018 as shorts. yeah, Right. Exactly. Right? Like, these I are wear damn near... girls
3: that wear, wear smaller shorts than that. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Where do you work out?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I work out at the strip club.
4: <laughs> it's
3: just, I didn't say rub it out. A, I said, a, work it's, out. It's really only a bicep exercise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> My forearms are getting a killer workout. That's right
3: hilarious. they like, they put it up there. They put it up there in this face in the church. And it's, you know, it, you're right. It's from seven year age, but isn't seven years, a little long in the tooth for a priest. Oh. You know, seven years, You're
2: getting a little old. at that. that point. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. That is, I feel like at at seven, they're just like, all the, all the shines worn right off of this one. (laughs) He's near the age of reason. (laughs) (laughs) He's near the age of telling. (laughs) Yeah. I guess like, I just, I love the idea. Like nothing in the world cracks me up more than people that are like, I'm so fucking worked up about the human body that when it doesn't even involve an actual human body, they're still worked up about it. They're still like, I don't want to see that. You can't grab it, squeeze it, fuck it. It won't poop. It's not a real butt. It's just yeah. this, it's just a shape that is butt-like. It's yeah. butt reminiscent. Yeah. <laughs> it says here it
3: says uh this is a quote from a person it says if if God had something to say, he would probably he probably would have sent a bolt through it. First congressional Michael Descago told the newspaper. Yeah. Well, like okay, wait, like if he so is he just silent, or does he just like Marilyn Monroe's ass? Like which one is? Well, it? he's got
2: he's got access to it now. She's been yeah. dead for some time, so he's recalled. Oh yeah, he's recalled that <laughs> ass for sure. He's <laughs> like ah, oh, word Looking around one day, yeah. like where'd she go? oh, oh no, bring her back yeah. up here. No no no. I am not I want, done with that. I want you
3: angels to get underneath her and flap your wings real hard. <laughs> make that thing fly up in the air. I got a seven-year itch. I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm gonna go yeah. ahead and scratch it. <laughs> you know, this this statue, I don't know if it's this statue or not, right? But there was a statue that looked exactly like this. So I'm thinking it was the same statue Probably, yeah. that was in Chicago. It was right, I remember yeah. it was right outside yeah. the Apple store, which is funny because it's all about Eve. Is the, <laughs> so, but it, seriously, it was right outside the episode yeah. I mean, it was right in, I mean, I used to walk by and be like, that's a fucking cool statue, man. Like, I actually really liked it. I thought it's, it I think it's a cool, cool statue. Yeah. I think it's great.
1: I've just sucked one year of your life away. What did this do to you? Tell me. And remember, this is for posterity, so be honest. How do you feel?
2: Oh, this story made me so mad when I read this from Christ. CNN. Man gets $75 after being wrongly imprisoned for 31 years. That's Tom, that's
3: going rate of 42 cents a year. So not bad. Not too shabby for not
2: doing anything but getting three squares a day. Yeah, you right. know? Three hots and yeah. a cot, and you still got paid. <laughs> what the fuck are you bitching about? God. I will say though, that is three times the minimum wage in Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's where this. So my favorite part of this, it says, so this guy
3: gets imprisoned. Then he gets out, and he's asking for a million dollars for the years of his life that were taken away. And he's not asking for $31 million.
2: Right. He wants $1 million. He's not asking for a million each year. Right. And he wants that million because it's part of a fund that has been set up for people that have been exonerated from these crimes. Yeah. And so he gets out, and he says in here, he says... Because I had no ID, it
3: took me three months before I was able to cash the $75 check. That
2: three months? Guys, Jesus! Three months?
3: Well, it's just, at that point, can't you guys just roll in the extra $0.10? Can you prorate <laughs> that check? Can you prorate that check an extra $0.10?
2: I love that can't even give this fucking guy cash. Oh, they can't even give this guy cash. You know, what? what's what's horrifying is like they find out in 2008, yeah. right? That this guy, the DNA evidence clears yeah. him. Yeah. Then they don't let him out of jail until 2009. Yeah. Which means he spends another year. Hanging out in fucking prison, doing the prison thing. That's yeah. something that's always made me crazy. Is like, they find out these guys are innocent mm-hmm. and it's established and everybody in power agrees. And then they're like, well, we have to go through these, these, these different, you know, steps and processes and procedures before they get out. And these things take time. There seems to be like no rush. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what. They didn't wait a year to book the guy. Yeah. The they guy didn't guy wait a year to the arrest guy the guy. his time
3: in prison. Yeah. That time. That yeah.
2: day. You yeah. get out that day. Yeah. Oh, what should happen is like you get that DNA test back and it clears you and everybody's phone lights up and you fucking show up and you're like, we fucked that up. Yeah. The problem is, though, is
3: that that's never what happens. What you're saying never happens. And it's not it's not just the we're going to do it quickly. It's it's the we fucked up. Right. Never, never happens. They fight like the DA fights these things. Absolutely. They wind up, what they wind up doing is they wind up fighting it. And then they fight for any compensation that comes back to them too, because you know, cops, when they're doing stuff and I think a lot of people misunderstand or, or maybe at least attribute motives to cops that I don't know that I can attribute to them. Right. I feel like they attribute the motive of like, they're trying to, frame people. I don't know that cops go into a job trying to frame people, but I do think that there are some corners that are cut very often. And you see it when people are exonerated that they will cut corners and they will do things to make sure that this person who they already have in custody is the guilty one. It's not hard to, you know, to frame your argument around that sort of thing. I also think in the United States, we don't listen to the court when they say it's got to be beyond a reasonable doubt and they don't. They no, no, They, that, don't, that, ever that, do no, they yeah, don't ever do that. Right. They don't ever do that. Cause it's real easy to doubt a lot of the stuff that they give you. Um, there was a, you know, there's a funny uh there's a there was, I forget if it was a radio lab or if it was a this American life where they're talking about. Um, with a level of reasonable scientific certainty was the language, the verbiage that they asked these lawyers, and it doesn't mean anything. Right? They just ask him the question. It doesn't mean anything. The, the level at which they're saying it makes it sound as if it's irrefutable evidence, right. and it's not. It's just a level of scientific. Anything is a level of scientific certainty that the wording that they use doesn't mean anything. So there's this, you know, there's this this machine we have in this country that puts people behind bars quickly and pretty efficiently right well not super efficiently no, but no. but relatively efficiently i mean i'll tell you what we certainly do have a lot of people behind bars we're really good at imprisoning yeah it's not really like we're at not, yeah, not, we like are we're not at that. good at putting people right. behind bars um, I feel like we do that all the time, and so you and we have this. What we, it's, it's, our prison system is enormous in comparison to our population. We're with, with the most despotic of states. We are with that. We are with those people. We're, right. We have the. We are. We are up in, in terms the of very po- worst. Our, our, yeah, our per capita per, per capita imprisonment ratio rate, yeah, is just is insane. Yeah, it's yeah. A third world country. Yeah. It's dictator. the highest of the entire world. industrialized. Yeah, it's, world. Yeah, it's yeah. it's awful. So, but these people, um, when they get out this system that put them in there these cops that I think I think probably were just trying to find somebody you know there's a lot of pressure on them to find people that are mm-hmm. guilty of these things I have a feeling that what these cops do is they're pushing back and they're digging their heels in yeah. because um because they feel like they're under attack
2: or they' they did something Dude, wrong I, you and, know charitably yeah how hard would it be emotionally for you to find out yeah. that you were wrong it would be hard Psychologically, if somebody was like, "Tom, you yeah. did this thing and it ruined a man's yeah. life. He spent 31 years yeah. in prison because of you," I'd be like, "Fuck!" Yeah, and I would be desperate to have not made that mistake. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, like I get it, I do, but like in in, in cases where it's like the DNA evidence clearly exonerates this guy, yeah. and this the, the fucking parole board, which I don't even know why the parole board makes a in this case, like the parole board makes a recommendation to the governor about whether or not to exonerate this guy. Cause it's only with full exoneration that this guy gets the million dollar compensation right, from this right. fund of, yeah. for people that they voted seven to zero to say no, to say no, to say no. But they, they, they that same system said you're cleared you're of cleared. all charges. Nothing happened. Yeah. Well, the fuck, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And also, you've
3: also got to think too, one of the things he had to do was admit to a burglary that he did, he claims he didn't do right. because the parole board, like I said last time, they're looking for you to say something about your guilt, to admit guilt in some way because we don't parole people in here that are – in this country that are innocent. Innocent people actually have to serve out their entire term because they're not willing to admit that they no. – Unless
2: you're willing to be innocent and lie. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's and that's what it's about. You have to lie. Yeah.
3: You know, there's a you know, there's a documentary I was watching recently where a guy had to, you know, he was he he wouldn't lie. He could have gotten out of prison two or three years earlier than he actually did before he was exonerated, but he didn't lie about it. He said, I never did it. I never did those things. So, you know, that happens in our system a lot. We've exonerated people that have been on death row, that have gone through the death part of death row. Right. And we've exonerated them after their death. We do, we do irreparable harm to these people by putting them in a, you know, in a justice system that is vengeance based, that hurts them while they're in there. You know, this guy is basically saying, look, it's fucking watch out for your back in
2: there. You know, this guy, yeah, I mean, when he, he describes did, it, yeah. it, it's it's like, yeah, it's not, I mean, we were joking before about three hots and a cop, but yeah. like it is, it is a miserable, shitty, miserable yeah. squeak yeah. existence. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You and, know, and
3: dangerous. They, yeah, And these people are, you know, that's, that's. Uh, uh, you can't go you can't turn that that time back you can't turn back you know the guy you killed you know like all of those things that we do to these people through the justice system you can't turn any of that shit back and then we're we are we're so defiant to say no we're we're not going to give you any of this money we're not going to we're not going to give That's you, the part that kills you
2: know? me like it's the least yeah. it's, it's such a small ask yeah. a million dollars really against a state budget Is fucking nothing, but it's got to, it's going to change though. It would really genuinely, there would be a lot
3: of, a lot of shit that would come down on that police department and they would have to change some of the things in which they're doing and they don't want to do that. They don't want to change. They don't want to go through those changes. I think, I think, you know, you start getting two or three of these people getting a million dollars, people saying, I'm sorry, and getting millions of dollars because of this, you know, people that get exonerated there's going to be the hammer gets dropped and that's either going to go away or whatever, but people don't want to change though. They don't want to change. I know that you're right. It's
2: just like, it's so fucking maddening. Like that's a guy who's not going to be okay. Like let's, let's just be clear about that. You don't get out of prison and you're like, well, that was weird. And then you're just like, anyway, what was I up to right before I got, was I, Oh, you know, I was reading that book. I think I was on page 11. Like your life is fucking fundamentally. I mean, like, you're a different man. 31 now. years. Yeah. Is an immense amount of time. It's not like he's going to be like, Oh, uh, what, do, uh, what do I do for work? Oh no. What do I do for education? Yeah. What do I do in terms of like having meaningful relationships with other people? Like, let's not pretend that because we let this guy to jail that we've made it right. Yeah. The million dollars doesn't make it right. No. It doesn't even come close. How much would you sell 31 years of your life for a yeah. I'm mil- fucking million dollars. Yeah. Somebody offered me a million dollars for 31 years in jail. I have to tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah. Why would you? That's, 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 that's an insane it's insult. Outrageous. Now, the concern, obviously, is if this isn't bottled up in San Francisco, this kind of nonsense, then it's going to be spreading across the entire fruited plain. And you're going to be going to your Burger King in Des Moines, Iowa, and you're going to have a rainbow colored wrapper for your Whopper. So, stories from the Friendly Atheist blog over at Patheos uh, Christian activists will shame gays, women, and Muslims. Into accepting Jesus. This is Coach Dave. Dot da coach. Not a coach. Dobbin
3: Meyer. All right, so this is Coach from his past, Assault Live. It's pretty short.
4: What happened to shame? Didn't I do that last week? Didn't I do a show on that last week?
2: Nobody remembers
4: what you did I think, week to week.
2: I think you should be ashamed of every show. Yeah. Why, why stop at one, Dave? Yeah. yeah. I, I got to say, so far, I agree with him. Yeah. He should always be ashamed. Yeah. That should be his de facto waking state. Like, Absolutely. oh. Oh god, would you look at my
3: penis? Yeah, his life should just be a series of apologies to other people. <laughs> there <laughs> was there he was should a, wear a sandwich, or sandwich board that just says I'm fucking really sorry. <laughs> right. <laughs> and on the back it just says oops.
2: He just like opens his phone and like just hits like the predictive text and it's like I am so sorry. Wow. <laughs> Four clicks. Four keys. What? Wow, do you know? It's amazing. What do you know? <laughs> I think shame is a good thing. Yeah, what do you think? Do you think shame is a good thing? I think that
3: shame might be a good thing um in the sense, like, it teaches people how to be social, like, in some ways. Like, I'm thinking of, like, when you go to a museum and you're super loud and obnoxious and people, other people are quietly looking at shit and you're like, I your
2: already thing. apologized and to then you about just
3: like, that. And then you're just like, people, like, shush you or look at you or glare at you. Right. Like, they're shaming you to, to get you to yeah. act within a Shame social norm. Shame is a norm, social right? tool, yeah. So it's right. getting you to act in a social norm. Yeah. That's what he's doing, too. It's just that, like you know, these these aren't just people in a fucking museum. These are people who want to have a relationship with somebody else and he wants to butt into it.
2: Yeah, you know, it, it struck me when I was watching this, like, you know, there is a place for social shaming, right? There is, like, yeah. we should social shame Nazis, Yeah, right? Sure. There's a place for social Absolutely, shaming. Yeah. But like, you know, what he's talking about in this is, is not just social shaming, but also individual shaming. And I was trying to, th- I was thinking about that difference, like, and whether or not individual shame that sort of internalized feeling of like self-loathing and guilt and all that like does that have any use does that have any place like is that does that seem to have any value and i i really couldn't come up with shit as far as like the value of that sort of individual shame social shame yeah you know like where it's an external pressure you know delivered from from other people um oh, but when you're ashamed of what you've done right Does that, does that have any, I mean, and I guess like a shame to such a big word and that's different to me than like, sorry for what you've done. Yeah, I've been sorry for things that I've done. I've made mistakes and I've had to apologize for those mistakes and I've been genuinely sorry for them. I don't know that like, like a shame, individual shame, like it seems less useful. Yeah. You know what I mean? It seems more a state of being rather than something that you act upon in order to be better.
4: Shame breaks you down. Shame drives you to your knees. Shame lets you know that you need a savior. What do you mean? Why do you make them feel ashamed? They're going to go kill their baby. Well, what if a dingo ate it, though?
2: (laughs) What if the baby was ugly? Or a pain in the
3: ass. Or what if it wasn't actually a baby? It was just a few cells. Right. Yeah. Well, the moral of the story is, it was probably just a few, few cells. cells. Yeah.
2: You know, like I, lo- I love the way it's painted. It's like I'm just gonna go kill my baby. Like, I'm gonna get it from the babysitter. Like, oh, what are you doing after work? Oh, I-, I gotta get to pick up the kid. <laughs> and then the I'm gonna daycare. bash his head against show the rock. Take care of the with a fucking .37 Magnus. <laughs> Which one's mine? Just, I don't even know at this point. I just yeah. Hey, uh. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to start shooting until gotta, one of them looks
3: familiar. I got to get rid of this one. I'm making a new one.
4: I'll make them ashamed. What? Hey guys, these dudes at the gay pride parade, prancing up and down the street,
2: looking all enticing, prancing up and down. I love the, yeah. I love this These dudes with their short shorts yeah. and their tight bodies, prancing up and down, bending slowly Stupid, over sexy flanders. And I know, right? <laughs> it's exactly that. It's like, Oiled up and like it's just like okay, yeah, yeah. just pull out your yeah. dick and jerk yeah. off. You'll be able to think more clearly. <laughs> Are you kidding
4: me? Hold your ears. Get your children away. Get you right now. Get your children away. Mute it. Whatever. Do you know that those men doing that put their penises in the rectum of other men? <laughs>
2: Does he think that the penis only on the gay rectum? men have anal put the sex? Put in the rectum. <laughs> put the penis. Put the penis. Put the penis in the rectum. It's a good song. Yeah, that is a good song. Get a pretty good sound out of that. Penis in the I rectum. Made it up. That's
3: good. Man. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Right. Like this is the kind of guy who's talking about a wiener. Like, right. he's like Do you know they put their wiener in their butts, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know that he puts wiener butts?
2: Do you think he would be this like obsessed with anal sex among a heterosexual couple? Like if it, if it, if, it, if 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 a heterosexual couple has sure. anal sex, sure. do you think that he would be as I would love obsessed to ask him. With
3: that? I would love to ask him. I don't know. I would love to ask him about like blowjobs and be like, well, you know, like like my wife blew me. Is that okay? I mean, like, like, what do you think Did she swallow? Like, I think there is a lot of follow up. What do you think? think He's going to ask you to paint a word picture. I'll tell you that much. What do you think, Coach? Is that okay? Is that action okay? Right. You know, I slapped her on the ass. Yeah. You know, is that action okay? What? What? At what part do you want to micromanage my my relationship in the bedroom? Too. Yeah. At what part? And the reason is, is that he wants to he wants to say, no, look, you know, it's it's somebody who's saying like. You can't have sex with dudes. You're not allowed to have sex with dudes. I think everybody should just take a step back and be like, and we've said it a million times, just be like, how about we just don't fucking judge other people's relationships and mind our own fucking business? Yeah, I don't get you it. Know? I mean, aren't we supposed to, aren't you supposed to be the party of small
2: government? What the fuck? Get small. Isn't that just the party of like, what's well, none of your fucking That's, beeswax? Yeah. Like this is like third grade yeah. stuff. It's like, it's so funny because he's the same, like you're pointing out. Like he's like, it's a wiener. Like yeah. he's all worked up about it. Because he's a third grader. Because
3: yeah. he doesn't have a nuanced opinion about it because like, he stopped thinking about it in third grade.
2: And I do remember, like, I remember, like, being more charitable, I do remember, like, a time in my life, like, in your early 20s, like, where, like, people were sort of, like, like, they were, like, all talking about sex and, like, who was fucking who and, like, all that kind of stuff. And it was, like, it was, like, part of your world when you're young, right? Like, other people's sex lives are part of your world and those conversations are much more... Sure. But then, like this is like a 50 year old man. Like we're all like, everybody gets bored of that and moves the fuck on pretty quickly. At some point it's like, that story is like, yeah, I did this thing with this girl. You're like, okay, fucking, where are we going to eat? Who
3: cares? I think what changes that, and I'm not going to speak for the ubiquity of the human experience here, but what changed for me was regular sex. Like once I started having regular sex, I was just like, I don't care about what you do. Like, I genuinely don't care. Like once it was like, when it was like fucking casting a rod out and once in a while, <laughs> you're rolling a fish and you're like, Whoa, motherfucker! you know, then it was a big deal. Right, but the right. moment you start having regular sex, you're just like, well, yeah, okay, great. I also had dinner last night. Right. Well, that's you what know? I mean. Like, yeah. Like at some point, everybody grows up. Yeah. You just grow and then up. You just grow you're up. You're done with yeah. that now. I wouldn't say, like, and, but, I, but I'm also saying like, I don't know that if I wasn't having regular sex, I wouldn't be like, you got to hear it. You know? <laughs> Maybe I would. I don't know. But I know for sure what changed it for me was just was, like, yeah, like, you know, yeah. Okay. And now it's like not a thing that
2: I talk about. Right. So it's not, but not only that, it's not a thing you're interested in hearing about. Like right. it's, yeah, I it's not yeah, a conversation yeah. that you start yeah. or that you engage. Because at the end of the day, it's like, that's not my
3: business. Yeah. And, and I think, I think at a certain point you do get to that point. And I think one of the, one of the ways, you know, and again, I'm, this is all armchair stuff. I have no yeah. idea if this is true or not, but I think like as a young man, when you're, when you're hearing about other sexual experiences, you're also learning about sex at that time too. Yeah, right. And so there's a learning process yeah. going on that you're hearing from your friends, you know, and things like
2: that. And so, Well, absolutely. It's yeah. all developmentally yeah. appropriate, exactly. I think, for yeah. at that time age, in your life young age. Yeah. where you're like establishing your yeah. first relationships with people and you're trying to figure out how to navigate those relationships socially, sexually, et yeah. cetera. Exactly. Like yeah. all that makes sense. And then like once people get older, it's like, well, we've already done that. Yeah. So like what are and, we still and, gonna, never, like, and I'm
3: never looking to you for any kind of advice. I'm not like, you know, like yeah, yeah, right. you know what I mean? Like yeah. at a
2: certain point, you're just like,
3: I don't I'm never gonna tell you because I don't I don't care what you have to say. Like, right. Nothing you could say is gonna change anything. I would give great advice. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you would. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I take I definitely take take great marital advice. advice from the uh-huh. divorcee. <laughs>
2: uh-huh. I know what not to do. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you don't know where the mines are I know where they are Do you know that? Do you know that's what they do? <gasps> Gosh Hold on a yeah. second I gotta find my pearl,
2: so I can clutch them Oh, they were in my
3: ass I'm sorry, sorry. Those were yeah. beads Those And were beads. if you'd like to buy
2: some You can head over to adamandeve.com Get 50% off almost any order Stick it right in your
3: ass yes. Not the sex swing You'll get a free sex swing That is not appropriate for the ass Unless you are like varsity <laughs> like you really got to be ready for Flexible. that to be stuffed a- in your ass and then they could pull it out slowly you know just like the beats you know but you pull pulling out
4: like <laughs> leg harnesses and shit out of your
3: own ass but if you go to adamandeve.com you type in gloria check out you'll get 50 percent off almost any item a free sex swing and free shipping
4: and you think that's normal and you think that's okay and you think the lord is okay with it but coach like yeah.
2: the lord is like that weird like cuckold husband who's like sitting on the couch like with his fucking flaccid dick in his hand, are you done with
4: that? I'm gonna drink that when you're done. Are you done with
2: that? I love when he's like, "You think that's normal? I just looked it up. Thirty-six percent of women have had anal sex, and forty-two percent of men have had anal. Yeah, it's pretty normal. Yeah, like, like I love the idea that he makes this sound like it's aberrant, when it's like just a
3: thing. It's well, just a thing. It, this is the kind of this is the kind of guy who's married to a woman who poked her eyes out years ago. She
2: doesn't have to look at it. <laughs> you know? It's just so funny. Don't shame them. They're out there saying pride. They're proud of it. They're, they're having more fun in the bedroom than
3: you are. And I mean, I well, I mean, maybe there are some people out there like, man, I could fit my whole fist up there. And there's like a mark of pride there. <laughs> but, but I also feel like they're proud of not being afraid to show someone who yeah. they are there's a difference it, yeah. between being proud of a sexual act which is juvenile and Weird. you know is something that you did yeah. like you like you said when you're a very young person that sort of thing is mm-hmm. you know accepted or net or you know sort of almost expected but once you get older it's not something that you revel in or, or right. share sure. and so and so that sort of thing I, I understand the point of like like I, at a certain point I think the the mature ones are not they're not saying that they're pride. They are. They have pride in how they're they relate to each other and how they connect. They're saying they have pride in being able to express who they are without fear of of someone insulting them or attacking them. And, and that's the pr- whole the yeah. whole
2: point of the pride parade is for visibility, yeah. right? It's to say like we're here and we are not ashamed not of who, ashamed. who we are. Yeah,
3: exactly. None of that yeah. stuff that he's saying. Not shame, right? Yeah.
2: Not like we're proud of the specific sexual act
3: yeah. well, it's just it's a it's a straw man it's like watch right. me beat up this straw man i know it's yeah. just
2: his obsession with yeah. that one thing yeah. it's just so weird yeah, yeah. so weird they're all so worried about the butt. Yeah, he wants to get a bidet, clean it out. He wants to put it in someone's butt He really does. Yeah. I think. See, his wife yeah. just let him in. I
3: don't know if it's his wife, to be <laughs> I don't know that. what it is either. I mean, it might be his golf partner. I mean, like, you but you know,
2: got to start somewhere, yeah. I guess. Assistant coach.
3: Right, <laughs> you know what
5: I mean? Glory, glory, holy It lures ya. Yeah.
2: Glory, glory, holy Seduces ya.
4: Yeah. Glory, glory, hold it, screws The show, it must go
2: on. This story's from the Inquisitor. Pope Francis accepts Bishop Juan Barros' resignation amid child sex abuse scandal. Uh, so in Chile, like, all the bishops offered to resign. Uh, like, 34. all 34, 34 of them. Of them. Yeah. We're just like, yeah, uh, we did not handle this well. Yeah, they all just signed a big placard that said, whoopsie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and he did accept uh, the, the resignation of three, three of them. Um, So I don't know. There was like a weird camaraderie. Like if you quit, I'll quit or whatever that's about. Well, maybe they're all complicit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're at a high level of the church here. So, yeah, it's not unlikely. One thing that that I wanted to talk about from this story is that, um, you know, a few months ago. Pope Francis said something to the effect of, look, I'll believe it when there's some proof. And according to the story, he received a letter in 2015 from a victim Mm -hmm. outlining in specific detail allegations of uh, sexual abuse. So this is a guy who then, after he had this, later, after he had this this evidence from this victim, was like, ah, when somebody shows me some evidence. Yeah, sure. And then a bloody anus. Yeah, that's basically what he's saying. Yeah, this is a pope that's gotten a pass on a lot of a lot of stuff,
3: and he's gotten a lot of a lot of pass from a lot of people because I think he's a somewhat liberal pope. Right. Um, he says things that a lot of people wouldn't expect the pope to say. He metal. He he talks about things that are that a lot of very conservative people have a very different opinion on. So when you talk about like climate change, he's an, he's a very environmentally minded person. Right. He wrote an encyclical about environmentalism, um, called Laudato Si'. It was a couple of years ago. He wrote that. And it was, uh, it was a big thing in the Catholic church at the time because it's, you know, it's something that they never really focused on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and he's also been very outspoken against immigra- about immigration and against the immigrant uh, sort of backlash that's happening in our country. He's said this stuff yeah. many times, right So there's a couple of issues where you hear him and you think, "Wow, you know he's got his head screwed on right for these things." But the thing you always seem to forget is that he's in charge of the entire church in the in the world. it's in the world, right And you know, if you get a letter from somebody and you ignore it for a couple of years. I kind of expect your resignation too. Like, I kind of expect you yeah. to say, you know what? I'm I dropped that ball. People. That's my fault. Right. My bad, guys. Oopsie doodle. I'll put my name on that sandwich board they're walking around with, and I'll also resign. Because these are lives. These are lives that have been ruined by your organization. And this is not a fucking one, one-off thing. This happens throughout. The, it's happened throughout the history of mankind
2: with this church, I, and it's happened a lot in I, recent memory. I know, and that's the thing. that's yeah. like the easiest thing to be right about. Yeah. That's the thing that makes me crazy about this. It's the easiest thing to be right about. Like hey, uh what should we do about raping kids? Don't. Yeah. Uh well, what happens when we find out someone did? Stop it immediately and yeah. send them to prison. Yeah. There's no wiggle room here. It like it's the easiest fucking. This is not a complex issue. This is not a nuanced issue. It's the easiest fucking thing to be right about. Yeah. This church keeps getting it wrong and at this point like I don't think anybody deserves the benefit of the doubt. No, I agree there's too. no benefit of the doubt. I it's like too. just fucking like you knew? Yeah. I'm sorry, man. You're out. You're
3: done. You're in prison. Yeah. This rolls back to our our earlier conversation about the prison thing that we're talking about, though, and the police officers. Nobody wants to pay out. And I think when you start admitting guilt and you start admitting these things, you start— Allowing for that door to be open, where people are starting to seek uh, some sort of reparations for the things that happened to them, yeah. and when you admit that guilt, we live in a society where you know your insurance agent tells you not to admit your guilt, even if you're in a fucking rear end something, right? Right, yeah, that's like, true. Not yeah. your fault. You got to say it's not your fault, you know, because they are. I didn't do it. They're yeah. always going to try to wiggle right. you out of this, right? Like that's just how. Like that's that's sort of the the society, the litigious society that we come from. Teaches you to never admit that guilt, right? And so, you know, we have we have this guy who I think you know is getting pressure from a lot of people. I'm not going to say it's not his fault, but you know, I think he probably has a lot of pressures from people that are saying you can't admit that it's 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 that you're guilty because then you're opening it up to all these lawsuits, you know. And while you, I I, I will be I will be the first to say if this Pope were the were the first one to come out and really, you know go hard in the paint on all those fuckers who raped all those kids. Like, like you say, ejecting them from the church, you know, getting rid of them, doing b- giant, huge sweeps and swats and getting rid of all these people. He would find a friend in many, many places that yeah. those people would not, you know I mean? I, I know, think the atheist like,
2: community would embrace him. I think in a everybody, big way. Yeah. I think the Catholics would embrace yeah. him. I don't think anybody wants these guys. Nobody likes these guys. It's, it's like what it is, is they're powerful in and amongst themselves. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the I guarantee that the church is not made more powerful. It does not make more friends. It is not getting more tithing. Yeah. You know, because of all this. The church is in decline. Yeah. And it will continue to be in decline. Yeah. Probably forever, but certainly until it gets its fucking house in order about the easiest issue to be right about.
3: Hey everybody. So I know we talk a lot about Citation Needed, the other show that we do. Um, but some of you might not have had a chance to actually check it out. So this week we took just a tiny little clip of that show, the show we just did on Roy Bean, uh, Justice to the Peace in the Old-Timey West. And we're going to play it for you right now. It doesn't have a lot of context. Uh, it's sort of just a, a, a tiny clip of, of that show. But if you want to check it out, you can always find links to Citation Needed on our website or you just go to citationpod.com and check it out. But we wanted to play a little clip for you. So
2: here it is. Anyway, everything was going well until she was fucking kidnapped by a Mexican military officer and married off against her will. Dating was hard back then. No, it doesn't sound that hard. A bit of rope, getaway horse. I mean, I think he got it down. Past. Horses are expensive. Well,
3: that's fair. that's no, fair. But for what it's worth, it's not true. I have had so many women use the, I was kidnapped by a Mexican military officer and married off against my will excuse. And then you see them later at Applebee's and they're not married. <laughs> so, so that's a whole fucking thing. They're eating a skillet cookie, you know. I have no yeah.
2: sympathy for anybody at an Applebee's. <laughs> like Whatever you see at an Applebee's is on uh, you.
6: Uh, now, I'm having my funeral at an Applebee's just to bother Tom. Enjoy having it alone. Oh, like yeah. he was gone. Tom's not going yeah. to your funeral. going to come
4: what? anyway. Right. Maybe just one of you makes that joke, not everyone at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> the most in sync we've ever been as a comedy troupe. <laughs> you might as well have fucking synced it up.
2: All right, this story's from Right Wing Watch. Uh, this is Lance Walling claims his false prophecy was true, but the evidence is being suppressed. Oh, um his false prophecy? Wait a second. So this is this is relative to a prophecy that he made and then in late of late May, wasn't it? Right. Yeah. Saying that by June the sixth, um, the deep state was going to be uncovered. And the deep state was going to suffer all kinds.
3: Like Hillary was going to eat a baby on TV or something. It was going to be on
2: CBS for the old people to watch. Yeah, it It was was a whole thing.
3: It's like, come on. Have you ever turned on CBS? It's like a half hour special. (laughs) They're like, she's not going to eat the baby right away. We're going to wait until the end. It's like when they open Capone's. She's going to
2: eat the baby at five o'clock, though, because it's for fucking old people. Absolutely. Yeah. She don't want to miss Matlock.
3: Come on. (laughs) So this is Lance Walling.
5: And people are saying to me, they're saying, I'm already getting hit because I had said that Mordecai. Had released a statement. Mordecai?
3: Is
2: there a, is there a, is, does Mordecai have a PR agent? Fucking Mordecai. Mordecai? Released a statement. This is how he gets his prophecies. It's just like some angels like standing at a podium. Next question. Next question.
3: Senator Mordecai, you have
2: the floor. I will have 100 pieces of big red chewing gum, please. <laughs> <100 pieces. laughs> Sean Spicer joke. It's totally not relevant anymore. <laughs> I
3: know, but it's amazing. It's so funny that we've gone through stuff in the Trump cabinet so quickly that uh, that his press secretary from this first year in office is like five press, press secretaries ago. Yeah. How many do you think like what's the over under on I that know. at this I point? Think I think the troll that's guarding the bridge now is going to happen for a while.
2: You think so? Oh, you yeah. think she's got it? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Oh. She's... I'll tell you this much. I don't think... I yeah. can't imagine why anybody else would want it. Yeah, I know. It's got to be like the least joyful job you ever wake up and have to do. Every day you wake up and you've got to look at your phone and you know, you know this is true. Every morning as this press secretary, you got to wake up and be like, fucking hate Twitter. Yeah. So much, yeah. I've never hated anything like I hate Twitter. Your entire life is just
3: a long series of slow exhales, just-
5: <laughs> the protection of the Jews and the undoing of Haman's uh, um, you know- Wait a minute,
3: you hold know- on a
5: second. You don't undo you don't, the hymen. yeah, it's I, more of a... I,
3: yeah,
2: I mean, like it's it's really just sort of an invasive procedure. <laughs> um- <laughs> you just reach it, there's other laces in there. Like, how do you undo this? I'm not,
5: oh come sure. on, I've
2: never
3: gotten that far.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
5: Know, uh edict. And it happened uh on the sixth or the ninth of this month. And the I said sixth that there the were-
2: ninth? Or the sixth, sixth, or the ninth. ninth. Okay. Right. Those numbers they could go flipsy flopsy. So when you're getting yeah, one, information from heaven. Down. Yeah. Right. It's like
3: I was sorry, I was under my car, I was looking upside down at you. I got I got a see-doodle. little touch of
4: the dyslexia. Yeah. <laughs> uh
2: I could cure it because I'm actually God. <laughs> my dog's name's God. <laughs> <laughs>
5: That the Haman was going to be hung on his own gallows, and then people are already saying, "Ah, false prophet didn't happen." But here's what's interesting. Oh my God, what we does have- any
2: of that mean? I will say, I don't know if any of those things happened. <laughs> <laughs> like that
5: is a, like
3: when when they start doing their Bible talk and they get into their Bible talk, I'm just like, Oh my God! If unless you. Unless you watch this thing from the whole from the beginning, like it's like turning on a series like it's like watching the last episode of Breaking Bad only. Well, who (laughs) is that guy? Why did that that guy? Seems weird. Why did he put the thing
4: in the trunk? I don't understand.
5: (laughs) We have to now see what the report's going to come out that was issued between the sixth and the ninth of this month that is being suppressed in Washington. It's being
2: suppressed. I never get to see it. This is the perfect
5: wiggle.
3: Exactly, right? So what he's doing is he's saying, look, here's what I'm doing. I'm saying that it's already out, but it's being suppressed. So I'm still right, guys. I just want you to know how right I am. I'm telling you from authority how right I was.
5: And it's being suppressed because the report is damning evidence on the, um, on the corruption. And then who
2: issued the report? Who asked for the report to be issued? Who did the investigation to create this fucking report? How does he think it. this works? Somebody's like, I just wrote a book report and there's fucking yarn on the side of it. <laughs> and there's a fucking, fucking puffy paint and glitter pen on the front. It says like, Oh, this is, this is Joe Clarkson's report from my third grade class or whatever. Like, <laughs> No, these like that's not how reports of the government work. I love that Ugh. I love that somebody is
3: somebody sees Hyman or whatever, <laughs> has passed a Mordecai press release or whatever. <laughs> and then it's like, Joe, this is Can My Desk. Is there any way you can help me suppress this? Yeah, put it in your drawer. I, <laughs> Joe's just, just like, just, yeah, um, on the left side of your desk, everybody's got one here. There's a little round thing. You just slide it right in
2: there. <laughs> Why would you issue the report to somebody who doesn't want the report? <laughs> I don't right? I don't like you, Cecil, could you write me a report? But oh. then once you give it to me, I want you to go through the effort of writing. Right. I want you to investigate and to find that, these things yeah. out. And I want you to write it. And then yeah. when you give it to me, I'm yeah. going to delete it. Yeah. That is like some passive aggressive like bullshit. Your boss is oh. just like. What I want you to do is bring me a coffee. I want you to walk into the yeah. kitchen with the coffee. I want you to look me right in the eye and pour it down the drain. Then you're going to go out and get me another coffee. Because right. you know what? You were going to fuck up the first coffee anyway, and I'm saving you the fucking trouble. Jesus, where do you work at? Debra Wears product?
5: The uh, improprieties of the deep state in terms of its engagement against Donald Trump. And uh, so I'm I'm still going to be vindicated on that because the Heyman Decree... Uh, is being undone, and the Mordecai decree has been made, and now we have a series of months—six months—between the decree and the Feast of Purim. Or in in their case, um, in our oh case, in God. our schedule, uh. it means that between now and the midterm elections, November, we're gonna, where the Christian people will decide if they have a right to exist. If just like the Jews, if the Christian Church doesn't arise and and in a sense arm itself spiritually and know how to move forth in culture over the next six months and it goes in the midterms then we're determining whether or not donald trump as a cyrus has just three pathetic little raps with the arrows on the ground or whether we give a mighty six or seven one for every mountain what the fuck
3: are you talking about like i fucking i you lost me 40
4: seconds ago and you just fucking left me there
2: do you remember our good friend in college who spoke exclusively in a series of overlapping and unexplained metaphors? I got just as frustrated with him too. I that's seriously the same thing. It's it's like at some point you have to stop speaking exclusively in metaphors or you're not saying anything at all. You yeah. you have you Leo've have gone so far down the fucking yeah. track with this shit. He's switching metaphors. Yeah. He's calling Conflating one thing with another without ever explaining what one thing stands for. You you cannot make heads or tails out of this no matter who you are. And that's the point of this yeah. garbage, right? My prophecy didn't come true. Well, let me obfuscate my, it with gibberish. My Mordecai is gonna bang his arrow against the ground six times, and
3: then he's gonna pop, and then it's gonna be over. You know? <laughs> there's a there's a Star Trek. Um, I haven't seen it, but there's a Star Trek episode where people these, this race they come across speaks exclusively in metaphor, and Ugh. it's it's super infuriating because nobody can nobody can learn how they talk. Look, like, nobody can understand it, even like their super computer right. can't understand. Yeah, it. I know. They're just like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> That's real stupid. And then they're just like like so and so and this and that, and they're like fucking making all these like constant <laughs> metaphors, and everybody's just like looking at them dumbfounded, like what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, they finally figured it out at the end, but it takes them. A To get down to fucking Lance Wallinou. Right. Guys like this don't understand. Like,
2: like like a metaphor, if it does not have explanatory power. It's just a
5: word salad. And we move forward. The decree of Haman has been undone, but now it's time for the smiting of the arrows and the uh, and the mobilization of the people of God to go forward. You want to share this message with other people, and I'm convinced that... Yeah. I want to share, share this. this. I want to make
2: sure all my friends are confused. Yeah. <laughs> I would love, you know, this would be great to like, to like go go to a psych wing and just share this message, just <laughs> people are just like I can't I can't process
3: this at all. It's like one of those horror moves where people are just shaking their head, like, oh
2: <laughs> like all really fast foaming and weird. at the mouth. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it's because it's fucking crazy. Yeah,
5: when the um when the attorney general reports. And the uh, special, uh, uh, you know, special investigation papers are, are released. You'll see it was the 6th and it was the 9th. It was those dates in which there was editing being done. And everybody right now is editing and editing and they're trying to water down the document. But the document's already been released. It's going to come.
4: What the, what the
3: fuck it's are you been
5: talking released? about? Then where is it? And
3: how do they water it down once it's been released?
2: Uh. Does he think that, like, these reports are, like, Wikipedia entries that, like, you could just go in? It's like an editor. He's like, Deep State 69 is, like,
3: <laughs> typing in Wikipedia
2: and changing everything.
5: God damn it. Who wrote this? Wombats forever. Fuck. <laughs> come out. It's going to come out. And you'll see that it was during the, the time of Mordecai's decree that a great reversal was beginning to take place for the benefit of Cyrus Trump.
2: I have never heard any series of words strung Cyrus together.
5: Trump,
3: what the fuck is that? What is he? Cyrus the Entertainer?
2: What are we talking <laughs> about here? What is that? Is that is he is he comparing I, him with someone in the Bible? I'm guessing that he's yeah. calling Trump Cyrus, and Cyrus had swords and or plowshares. something or store arrows. I don't remember. I, I don't, don't had, know. I think he had plowshares that he beat. He did
0: eventually. Yeah. Did he?
3: Is that one way or the other? Did he I don't beat remember. the? Yeah. Is it like the Terminator where they like just sort of like, like grab them and like stretch them out. Yeah. Well, like, like it's like liquid metal. It just turns from a cloucher and that would have been awesome if the Terminator had plow hands that he fought with. Uh, like two little plow hands. We should remake that instead movie. Instead of the knife hands that he had. So, and he should fight yeah, Mr. Plow from The should, Simpsons. He should fight Jesus. <laughs> he should fight Jesus and then stab him through the hands. Oh, nice. Jesus's. And then Jesus goes for a kick
2: and he stabs him through the See, I would watch this action. I don't like action movies. I would watch you'd this watch action. The, you'd I would watch T. I'll watch T3 or I watch T three. You gotta be honest. Before.
3: I mean, the T is like a cross anyway. You know what I mean? Like it just, it'd be T. You know, the fucking movie poster yeah. makes It, it self. Totally, su- it totally just, does. It just T4. comes down like T four. Is there a T three? I think there is a T three. Huh? There is because there was a girl in it who wore There's always like, a girl in it. leather pants. I remember. Isn't there always a girl that wears leather pants? Mm. I don't know. This one was very special. Other.
4: <laughs> it, was, it, was
3: it was definitely a very special episode. Okay. You know All mean? right. Yeah. All right. As I recall, I gotcha. Yeah. No, it was, yeah. it was a good, it was definitely, she was the, the kind of Terminator you take home to mom. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. was a girl Terminator. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cause yeah. usually it's like, isn't it usually a
3: heroine who fights the Terminator? No, it, the, yeah. Well, it, that's Linda, <laughs> Linda Hunter, whatever. What is Linda White, Linda Blair? I don't know what her name is. Linda something yeah. in the, in the first movies. She was in both of those movies, yeah, and she was fighting the Terminator. Right. But oh, The okay. third one, I, I don't think. The she's third one, it. they were like,
2: "Let's um, make a sexualized robot of yeah. death," and I was like, "So you can get Caliente, a weird erection right
3: before you get killed?" Let's do this. <laughs> like,
2: and I don't remember much of it, but I do remember her so. say, "What? Nobody's running away." Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I'm gonna kill you. Like, yeah, all right, I'm gonna stay here yeah. and just kind of wait this out. Yeah. <laughs> See what? So what, what does? Happen- Maybe hand- something happens first. What does your hand turn into?
5: <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you fist yourself? <laughs> I do believe that atheists are parasites in the sense they're benefiting from everything that religious culture is built in America, but they're doing nothing to add energy into the system.
2: This is from Mike Wing Watch. This is Alex Jones. Pedophile spiritual vampires are feeding on the essence of children. Cecil, this is the kind of hard-hitting journalism <laughs> the nation needs right now. Jesus Christ! Here what we go. Are you doing all right. Here goes. Uh, where is he? By the way, I don't know. He's like at some resort, and Alex Jones
3: keeps walking up and snatching the microphone in this guy's hand. It's pretty amazing.
7: Look at Hollywood. The whole media—they literally hate Christians. They admit the the persecution of Christians doubled the last ten years. Yep. They
6: absolutely admit that if they can extinguish that, they believe they can then be God. You know, atheists should have absolutely no regard for Christianity. They shouldn't even care. Think about it. Are you a Buddhist? No, you're not. I'm not a Buddhist. Do you ever think about Buddhism? Does that obsess you? Does that upset you? Do you go after it? No, you don't. You don't even think about it because you don't believe in it. A true atheist wouldn't care about Christianity. They just look at it as just another religion I don't believe in, whatever. Yeah, that's exactly
2: how I think about it until it. it impacts all of the laws of the land. Can I ask you a question there,
3: dipshit? How would I know you're religious unless you fucking shoved it down my throat? There's no way for me to know that you're religious unless you tell me you're religious, right? right? I should just assume everybody's not religious, but instead you're the one telling me that you're religious. Why are you telling it to me? Well, it's because you want to take my rights away or take rights away from somebody else. That's the reason why. The same fucking thing Neil deGrasse Tyson said a while back, though. This is the same argument that they use with, like, well, if you are truly an atheist, you really shouldn't just you should just shouldn't care about, you know, I don't care, you know, it's just like not collecting stamps. Well, I don't care about the people who do collect stamps. Yeah. But the people who fucking collect stamps, are trying to fucking change the laws. So we
2: fucking collect stamps and fucking homeroom every morning. Right. Yeah. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, like, it's like, they, we, I wouldn't care if like Roe v. Wade wasn't under attack. Right. I wouldn't care. And like, when you say like the reason that like the principles that are motivating the decisions that I fundamentally disagree with that disempower people who are, you know, in positions that, that need protection they are they are clearly saying like we are doing this because we're good Christians like they much of the opposition to climate change uh, research right. and like and right. yeah. is is, is yeah. religious based. Absolutely. I care about that all of a sudden. I don't care that you're Christian. I think you just have a bad set of fucking ideas about how the world works. But as soon as your Christianity shits in my cereal, Absolutely. I don't want to eat that cereal as as, anymore. As soon as it's pushing, it's like it's like
3: you could go into like say let's say I'm in a Chuck E. Cheese. And for people who don't know what Chuck E. Cheese is, Chuck E. Cheese is a place that makes terrible pizza that entertains little kids. Right. So that's yeah. what that's basically what it is. And if you're in another place, another country, you might not know that. But it's like a pizza place. You bring your kids to have a pizza party. Um, let's say I'm in Chuck E. Cheese with my wife and I start having sex with her. I start doing a doggy style right there. And people are like screaming at you, right? They're screaming, I yell at you. like, And you're like, what, what are you, anti-doggy style? What's wrong with you people? What the fuck is wrong with you? What are you fucking anti-doggy? Do you not like to have sex doggy style? It's on you. It's like, right. no, you're ejaculating on a pizza next to my kid. That's why I'm upset because you're, sh- you're, you're making me care about it, right. right? I would never care. You're intruding if, the yeah, space. If you did yeah. the doggy styles at your fucking little private place, I don't give a fuck. How right. would I know? I literally would have no way to know. But instead you're showing you're coming out and showing me right now you're saying I want to change the world. Right. I want to fuck the world doggy stuff. <laughs> That's what you want to do as a religious person. So yeah, I'm going to have a hard time with
6: that. Right. Why is there a vitriolic hatred towards Christianity? Think about that. Because it's a, a spiritual war. It's blood? a bloodlust because it's a spiritual thing that we're talking about here people.
3: It, it must be a spiritual thing. You're talking about religion, I guess.
6: I
2: can't so. imagine what other kind of sure. thing. I mean, I be. you could be talking about a lot of money making. How thing. do I have a bloodlust, though? Like, where's I the blood coming from? Like, know. the blood it's- seems to be coming from the religious a lot more mm-hmm. frequently than it is from. The non-religious,
3: yeah, the blood is coming out of the straw from the straw man. He
6: just <laughs> not necessarily. The people may not even realize, but if there's a demon inside them, or if they're not with God, or walking in the world and the world in the worldly evil world, in the worldly evil world. That's the worst one. It's Like for the, the crow with the guys, like
3: you can't do that. That's this is a really real world.
2: <laughs> Blam! Yeah, you can. <laughs> Done. Yeah, guess we're editing this movie yeah. different.
6: <laughs> they're naturally going to reject what's from God. That's why you see people rejecting Donald Trump. But however, the good news is there's millions and millions of the silent majority that understand what's going on and they're supporting. None of you guys are silent. You're the yeah, least silent you know, majority right. ever.
2: They're the, they're the most squeaky wheel you've oh ever
3: Oh my seen. God. Yeah.
2: The silent majority as like we just every week randomly cover like 25
7: of you guys. Yeah. 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 Donald Trump. That's why he won. How did he win? about it. How did Donald Trump win? And I love the spirit of it. They know he's not perfect. He's a wrecking ball. He never was a hypocrite. They instinctively from He never was, was a hypocrite. hypocrite. There's a there's
3: a Twitter. There's like a, a Reddit that's based on Trump's tweets that show the tweets from when Obama was in office that contradict exactly what he said that day where they're just like where he's talking about like like how weak you would be if you wanted to talk to North Korea. And they then be it's tweet like, about like, I love North yeah, Korea. Exactly. It makes me strong to yep. talk about him. yeah
2: he is the most critting hypocrite. Oh my like God. he crits so Holy hard. Shit, man. That guy only yeah. cares about overturning Obama's shit. That's it. That's all That's that it. that guy cares yep. about. It's like, what did, uh, what Obama like pizza? I don't like pizza. Yeah. All right. Get all the pizza. No you know pizza. what? No more Italians. Yeah. Get them all out of here. <laughs> Put Fuck him in a little cages. You know what? Turns out pizza's <laughs> fake news. Put them in a location. <clears throat> That's a spicy meatball. <laughs>
7: In the beginning, understood that it was it was a weapon against the enemy. Like you said, the way he's the way he just doesn't even care what they do to him. They don't. In fact, in the prophecy, God said they will. He cares so much. He complains constantly about
2: his mistreatment. Yeah. He like I don't even. How could you say that out yeah. loud? This is a guy who has complained since before he was made president about how poorly he's been received yeah, and treated. treated. Yeah. He fucking cries and cries and cries yeah. about it. He's the fucking meltiest motherfucking snowflake that has ever been.
3: And it's and it's funny because all presidents are under extreme scrutiny. Right. He's the first one to to make it seem like his his the scrutiny that he's under is unique. Right. And, and unfair and unfair and right. it's and it's so not. I was thinking about it today. You know that Scott Pruitt guy, right? So Scott yeah, Pruitt Scott Pruitt got put in place. He was like a fucking He was like a guy who like like used to fucking shit on endangered birds or something. Like, I don't even know. Like, the guy was like a horrible, like, shitty asshole beforehand before he He just started. wipes yeah. his ass with a heron like Yeah, he's just like, cut off that condor wing. I want to feel something <laughs> soft up there. But like, seriously, like, the guy was like a total cocksucker before he ever joined the EPA. He hated the EPA, yeah. wanted to dismantle the EPA, got into the EPA. Definitely the right guy to right? be in charge of it. He's in the APA and he's doing crazy shit. Like at one point he like has his wife, wants his wife to get like a fucking Chick-fil-A oh, yeah. and she doesn't even <laughs> fill the form out right. She's like fucking, she's like filling it out all wrong. It's like fucking got the wrong name on it or something. They're just like, whatever. And then he want, he sent out people recently They found out. He sent out, some of his aides or some of his advisors or whatever, some of the people who work for him, to go find his wife a job. Just like go find that lady a job and they like had to go out and do searches for her. And I was thinking to myself today when I'm watching all this shit come out about Pruitt. And it's not just one thing. It's like been a steady oh, it's a stream. Laundry it's been letter. a steady stream. Yeah. It's just like, those just two things. There's a million things this guy's done horribly in, st- in a stupid, stupid way. Awful, shitty wastes of funds like you wouldn't believe. He's hemorrhaging money. He doesn't know how to run anything. And I thought to myself, I thought, man- This guy would have been shot into fucking orbit and exploded with missiles if he was a fucking Democrat, (laughs) right? If this guy was appointed by fucking Obama, and you know, like the thing—the thing that I also realized too when I thought about that was like, you know what? I don't think I'm wrong when I say if there was that kind of misconduct, someone in their own administration would have gotten rid of him. Yeah, they would have said, "Enough's enough. You're done." you're gone, we're sorry, we made a mistake, or whatever, or they would have you know, said, it's not our fault. Right. We we, yeah. Whatever, they would have passed the buck, however they'd have done it. I, th- I almost feel like they would have gotten rid of him. Instead, this, is, this administration is just like wagging their dick in your face. They're just slapping you and be like, you like that? Do you like that? Do you like how I do this to you? And this is not just one thing, it's everything. Right. It's every single thing that's happened in this entire administration that has been fucked up, and wrong, and stupid, and dumb, and idiotic, and it happens, and you're just like, how the fuck does that happen? And then you're like, and then there's no accountability. And in fact, they're just happy and pushing it at you. Like, yeah, I fucking did that. Right. And I'm fucking gag on it. It's, it's, <laughs> right, I yeah. mean, it's seriously, it's like, it's like the entire administration is shitty fifth grade bullies yeah. that are just yeah, you're not wrong they're putting your face
6: in the toilet yeah. every day. And then they're just like, what? You like that? Do you yeah. like that? Speak against him, they will throw all the darts. The enemy will throw the darts at him, they'll do everything they can, but it will roll off his back like the water rolling off of a duck. Just like the feathers protect the duck, he's protecting the uh uh Donald Trump. His duck's ass is protecting his head. <laughs> all that hairspray renders it's
2: like Scotch guard at this point. <laughs> is that a hairspray? Do you think they just lacquer that shit on at this point? He according to Donald Trump, because I, I I I I heard an interview where he says that like he. He even says, like, I do my hair the way I like it, even though no one else likes it. And then he sprays it down until it's just right. <laughs> so I'm just picturing him with this big thing, aqua Aquanet. <laughs> like, a, like a fucking 15-year-old girl
3: in 1988. <laughs> I want to see him, like, with, like, a like a, like a barber with a power washer in here. I'm just spraying <laughs> it. Down
2: Did you hear the thing he said where he's, like, he's talking about ozone? He's like, are you telling me that if I spray hairspray in my apartment, which is completely sealed... That gets out into the environment. Are you kidding? He's, he's like incredulous, like, as if he lives in a hermetically, hermetically sealed, like, biodome. Like, I know, right? Like, <laughs> and when you open the door, do you hear like a negative air pressure whoosh? <laughs> like
3: He's got a, he's got like an airlock, like a, like a vacuum seal airlock. He has to climb in, in and out of. I, they uh, brush him down like silkwood. <laughs> out. Of. I, I heard that. I was like, you idiot. You said that out loud. Oh God, we elected that guy. God, God damn. So embarrassing.
6: You know what Donald Trump's been doing since, since the day he got president? He's, he's all golfing. Nothing, nothing <laughs> and
3: golfing. Eating cake and ice cream <laughs> and complaining the entire time.
6: He's been going after the pedophiles. They, they've been doing raids after raids. Of course, the media doesn't mention this. You got to look at Then how would
2: you know? How do you know? How do these guys... What is the fucking back channel of information that these guys all seem to have? The fucking uh, the fucking Davy Crockett and her fucking kitchen chick. What the fuck is her name? Liz Croken. Yeah, like, like she she's in her fucking kitchen with her YouTube channel and she's got yeah. like a back channel to yeah. secret MI13 hunts and pedophile roasts and whatever. One thing on 4chan once under oh, an assumed God. name and they're like, oh, this Q has got a thing. Do you think that like they are really trolling... Bullshit sites on the internet and believing that this shit is how the world really works.
3: I don't know. I think, I think it's, I think it's, this is the most, it's the easiest way to demonize someone, right? It's the easiest way to, 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 to to hurt someone, right? Is to say, you know, like to, to basically discredit that, that person or that organization is to say (laughs) pedophilia, right? Um, except for. You know, in the case of the Catholic Church, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of bits of evidence. And in this, there's literally no evidence, right?
6: Look into it. Seek ye the the truth. 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 That's an order from God. Seek ye the truth. Because when you go after the truth, you end up to God. That's no matter what. You go after the truth, you end up with God. And look it up. Is God
3: raping the kids, though? I don't... I'm not... I don't know. I mean, he's got a
2: track record for it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, Part of the structure, right? Yeah. And it's like, it's, a, it's not a bug. It's a yeah. feature.
6: <laughs> Donald Trump's been sending raids, atta- capturing and finding children in cages waiting to be tortured. And, and Yeah, they're, they're right on the
3: border. He took them from their parents and he stuffed them in cages. Yeah. Oh, isn't that incredible? Yeah. Like, he's
2: finding kids in cages. Oh, he's putting the kids there. Yeah, He's not finding them. Yeah. It's not like, oh, a kid in a cage. Where'd that come from? It's like, oh, kid. Oh, somebody get me a cage. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Hey, I I got to, this. To, to, he, you hear that he was going to, he's going to create a tent city. I read that somewhere that he's going
2: to create a tent city. I read that yeah. too. Is that, is that real? I is don't know. Happen? I don't
3: know. I mean, like Ugh. one thing I think when I hear that though, is that he does like <laughs> Sheriff Joe and Sheriff Joe did that for criminals. I know. You know, maybe yeah, or maybe not. I don't know. Like, like a prison. bunch of
2: kids in a tent yeah. city sounds like a Boy Scout jamboree. So we got to make sure they all get condoms. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely.
3: <laughs> All little kids—they're blowing up the condoms, <laughs> running around with balloons.
6: It's better than having a parent.
2: Like, okay,
6: <laughs> and 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 cru- uh, uh, ritually uh, 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 sacrificed. He's been saving people. He's been saving children, and he's been arresting pedophiles like crazy, raid after raid, raids of pe- like if
3: there was a single raid against pedophiles, like there was one recently. This this last week, I saw one. Um, there were some people in the UK. Eight people were um, drugging and raping kids in the UK. They were, Jesus like, Christ. There was like eight of them. Fuck. And they, they had a ban, and they took this ban around, and they raped a bunch of kids and whatever. What the fuck? Yeah. And, uh, and, like, that's in the UK, and I heard right. about
8: it.
2: Right, You <clears> know <throat> what I mean? Like, I heard about that. Right. It um, would be big news. Why would it be a federal investigation, too? Like, yeah. the president has to like... Every state has don't fuck kids laws. (laughs) You don't have to like get to Montana. You'd be like, well, thank goodness you crossed the border. Fucking that kid. We got to call in (laughs) the federales. (laughs) What are you fucking talking about? Like every local government always wants that to not be a thing. It's in the, it's in the community's best interest.
7: (laughs) That's the thing. It shows up in local news. We cover the news every day. It's everywhere. It's like every day, it's but everywhere. never national news. Never.
3: It's in local news. Well, I also, I like, I live locally. Everybody right? lives locally. It turns out we all. Everybody lives all locally. Live this locally. is not a thing. Like, I, I, you would think that it would happen in a suburb of Chicago somewhere. And I would hear that news somehow, maybe on the local news at nine or something. I love the idea that like
2: national news, just like ugh, run with a different oh, story. God. We're yeah. not going to pick up that pedophile raid. I was going to do the
3: pedophile raid thing, but Hillary Clinton called earlier, and I can't do it. She said just, she's going to eat the face off a baby if I do it.
2: Joe, I got a great scoop on this pedophile raid. Uh, mm. There is a family video closing down on Hard front pass. and third, so going to need you to cover that. <laughs> Can you guys
3: send out the the false flag people to shoot up a school.
4: <laughs> I mean, you
7: can do that. That's the thing. It shows up in local news. We cover the news every day. It's everywhere. It's like every day, it's but everywhere. never national news. Never. And then they panic more and more. And they have NAMBLA uh, now coming out at the UN, coming out on Vice, coming out of the Huffington
3: Post. I love that fucking NAMBLA is an NGO now or whatever. NAMBLA's at the UN? All right, we, uh, Hey, guys, I don't know if everybody recognize. hates us. Maybe, he, maybe he's mispronouncing <clears throat> Zambia. Maybe
7: Namibia or something. <laughs> coming out on, on uh, uh, Salon saying, oh, it's okay. So they're trying to normalize it now. It, it's pure evil because it's, they're vampires. They psychically want to feed on the children. Or they can't. Actually, sacrifice them, they want to suck their essence out and ruin their innocence.
3: And, and if you're a pedophile, you suck their innocence out very, very specifically.
6: <laughs> In the name of Jesus, we speak that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: stories from the Guardian UK Ireland to vote on removing blasphemy as an offense the referendum will probably be held the same day as the presidential election uh which is probably pretty good because it'll get more people out to vote for sure. it yeah, presidential yeah. elections are always good for turnout um you know I when I read this I was like you know it, well, one of the things that's kind of like interesting is like in so many ways Ireland is actually a pretty progressive place but they have these, th- this like staunch religious background. It's It's been like, it's had like a hold on, on Ireland for such a long time. But like with the recent passage, um, legalizing abortion yeah. and then this, which is, you know, potentially if it goes through, you know, if the referendum goes through, which would remove blasphemy laws, it's like, those are some pretty big cultural barriers that are at least being questioned sure. and in some cases knocked down. I'm blown away. <clears throat> that the country has a blasphemy law. Like I had no
3: idea. Are you? Yeah. They seem so
2: like, like they're so owned by the church. You
3: know what I mean? I mean, you see that we saw that with the, with the abortion thing, but uh, you know, there's part of me that thought like, there's a level at which you, um, legislate over people's bodies, I think more freely than you legislate over their thought. Because I mean, like in blasphemy laws to me feel like, you know, you can't be an atheist law almost, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of what it is because, you know, the the people who are believers aren't going to blaspheme. Right. It's it's the non-believers who are going to blaspheme. So you're basically saying like, look, you can't even not believe in this stuff, and that's that's a that's a huge step from I think from uh, like you know being anti-abortion. I think that's a huge step.
2: yeah. I mean this is this is this is going to freedom of thought, right? Yeah, right. And so I would, I would like, imagine that this would have <clears> gotten knocked down before the abortion. thing. Yeah. Well, it's interesting that 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 one of the things that you would grant first is freedom of body but freedom of thought would come second, right? Yeah. That's an interesting that's like yeah. I, I don't know exactly what that says about yeah. about how that works, but yeah. it's interesting to pause and think about. You know that it's like, well, it's easier to give you freedom over your body, but it's less like if we give you freedom over your thoughts, we've lost all control. Yeah. You know, because that's the thing that like strikes me like that's the thing that religion really wants to have, right? Like you can have body autonomy. Yeah. But you if you have autonomy over your own thoughts, yeah. What the fuck do you need us for? Yeah. Particularly the Catholics who use that intercessory model. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're standing. Yeah.
3: I just, I, what what's crazy to me too, is that like, like my terrible impression of an Irish person is constantly saying Jesus Christ or Jesus Mary <laughs> and Joseph. Like I'm always blaspheming. And I've been right. blaspheming since the beginning. Why well, is that a bad impression? That,
2: that's literally everything I heard. I'm using in that.
3: And that's yeah. all I ever say.
2: That's all I ever say is
3: blasphemy. Right. Yeah. I'm surprised. Well, surprised you surprised while made it on. Bov- while I was in Dublin, right, and doing that impersonation, passing for a local. By the way,
2: <laughs> that's because you had vomit all over your clothes and because you pooped in
4: the street. Everyone
2: there is wasted. <laughs> there was a poo in the street. There was a poo in the street.
3: You well, can't. You can't do it. You can't. There's no back. getting around yeah. that. Yeah. Oh no, you can walk around it, but <laughs> it's it just draws your attention because there was toilet paper too. It was? Yeah. There. Yeah. There they is a,
2: packed that morning. Yeah. yeah. There's a moment where you're just like they I am in a city that morning. Right. <laughs>
5: yeah. Canada used to be one of our most lo- most loyal friends, and vice versa. I mean, Canada sent troops to Vietnam. Was Vietnam less containable and more of a? Threat no, actually, Canada Vietnam did not Hussain. send
7: troops to Vietnam.
5: I don't think that's right. Canada
7: did not send troops to Vietnam.
2: So this is uh, one of the many emerging stories. This is from the Washington Post regarding Trump and uh, Kim Jong-un and the recent summit and and North Korean summit. Um, Man, Trump and Kim declare summit a big success, but they diverge on the details. Uh, Everybody seems to diverge on the details. To hear Trump tell it. uh, This was a historic moment. Yeah. This was a grand success now i, I wanna I want to lay out his because he's a he's a master negotiator right so you know there's a give and a take so what he got was a verbal agreement from Kim that he had previously to uh continue with nuclear disarmament yeah what is not attached to that verbal agreement is any international monitoring um any specifics? Any timeline? All the stuff any that teeth. all the
3: stuff that say we did for Iran,
2: right? Yeah. When and and, and it, this has been done sixteen times, so sixteen times a charm. There has been a verbal agreement yeah. towards or a verbal some overture toward disarmament, right? Okay. So, and what he got in return? So what Trump had to give? What he got in return was a sit down meeting with the U.S. president, which. The, the uh, Kim regime for three generations has been yeah. trying to get, right? Um, and then he also got an agreement to suspend military operations in South Korea. Yeah. The fuck? Yeah. The fuck? Oh, historic success. You know, I'm, I, I want to
3: make sure that I say, like, I am happy if we get a non-nuclear North Korea. Right. I'd be happy. I would I'll, be be happy thrilled. I'll be happy. I'll be happy. Yeah. That. I don't know that, that this is going to yield that. I'm <clears> not <throat> sure. I can't be sure. Um, Trump made a really nice movie that he played for him. Did
2: you see the I movie?
3: Did. It's oh embarrassing. Like it's the most cringy thing I'd ever seen. Ugh. It's so cringy. Oh, It's so embarrassing. And you watch it and you just, I just can't. I like it. Uh, if you it, take four minutes out of your day and go watch this. It's so cringy. But um but he basically made a trailer showing how great North Korea could be for Kim. And what Kim, you know, like you said he got he got to show that he's he's on the world stage. He got tons of propaganda to bring back to yep. his people to show his people we've had we had Trump during that those discussions say things like he loves his people. He said stuff like, you know, I th- I think we like each other. Like this is a guy who's a despotic ruler. Like he's not yeah. this is not somebody who's a Who's just a really nice, cool dude.
2: Human Rights Watch called the Kim regime the most dangerous autocratic regime in modern history. This is a guy that when confronted by Fox News today, maybe it was yesterday, but very recently, about Kim's track record with human rights, Trump blew him off and said, a lot of people have done bad things. Yeah. This is a guy, Trump said. This is a guy who loves his people. Yeah. Loves his fucking loves his people, people. Yeah. Public executions. Yeah. Loves his people. Forced labor camps. Yeah. A three generation, three generation policy. policy. Yeah. Loves his people. Yeah. What are you
3: fucking kidding me with this shit? Yeah. And then, like, right before he leaves, he has this big dust up with Canada. Oh, and my God. And we have this trade tariff thing going on with Canada. And basically, they go to the G- G7 summit and he says, look, I'm going to, and basically screw your countries over and I'm not going to like work with your countries and Canada it basically does the same thing. Like, fine, cool story. We'll do the right. same thing to you then. And, uh, and so there's these tariffs that get levied on both sides. Right. And now here's where I think that there's, there, that, that there's a huge issue with that, right? There's a huge issue with that, uh, that deal with Canada ahead of time. The next day after that happened, every single pundit, on the right was screaming about how he's going to visit North Korea. And he's got, he's got to show, he's got to show that he's, he's powerful. He's got to show that he's strong. He's got to show that he's not afraid. He's got to, you know, and that's why he did that with Canada. And my thought was if I'm North Korea and I just watched a guy, fuck his neighbor to the North. Who's been good friends with him forever. Right. <clears throat> what kind of deal do you think I'm going to get from this? Yeah, guy? I know. Right. Like why you know, this guy isn't strong. He's an asshole and he's being an asshole on the world stage. And I don't see him as strong. I see him as like, well, if that's how, if that's how he treats his, his close allies, I don't want to be one of his close allies. You know what I mean? Like if he's going to treat his close allies, like shit, why would I bother? And so this whole entire mess of stuff that's been going on has been spun by the people on the right, as if this is the most historic thing that's ever happened. And, you know, I heard somebody say, and I I don't know if I disagree, they would have impeached Obama if he talked to Kim Jong-un. They were so upset when he said this in, in, uh, just even just in passing during, uh, I think it was the election cycle is before he got elected. He said it in passing. Yeah, I'd meet with people in Iran and meet with people in North Korea. And they've just put him on the pillory. Yep. Yeah. They beat the shit out of him about how stupid that is. Oh, my gosh, he's going to go talk to communist dictators, yada, yada, yada. But the moment Trump wants to do it, it's the greatest thing ever. I want to remain consistent and say, look, I'm not against talks. I'm not against talking to people. But what I am against is... You know, going in there without people who know what the fuck is going on in the State Department, going in there and, you know, not having a non-binding agreement, going in there and just making a big fucking reality TV show out of it instead of, like, real substantive progress, I have a problem with that.
2: Well, I mean, look, look at the lesson for Kim, right? If you're if you're Kim Jong-un, what did you do? You built a nuclear bomb. You detonated a whole bunch of times. You got everybody's attention. You got them scared. Yeah. And now you got the sit-down, right? You did exactly you got exactly what you wanted from this thing you you want yeah yeah by being awful right so the the message here seems very clear is that everything i did worked perfectly i am safer because now the u.s and south korea are not going to have military exercises on the other side of my border i got to sit down with one of the most powerful human beings on the planet i got concessions i was able to show the world that My nuclear weapons brought me to the big boy table. Why would I give those up? Yeah. And, you know, what message does this send to Iran?
3: Basically, what it's saying to Iran is get your nuclear program in order, get your missiles flying, and the U.S. will come and do this exact same thing to you. They will make all concessions the moment your missiles fly.
2: And what does it say that you pissed off Canada? Yeah. When you piss off Canada. I know,
3: I know. it's Canada. That was so embarrassing. That whole exchange was so embarrassing. Oh my God.
2: Stupid. And Trudeau was just sort of yeah. baffled by it. He's like, what the fuck are you on about? Yeah. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You to- want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. This is weird. This is from the CBC. Uh, Christianity's not on trial. Baby custody case pits BC zealots against the state. Ah, uh, so weird. So this is a couple uh, that had a kid and uh, they decided in court when they were being, they were defending themselves in court in a custody case where the state was trying to take their kid away from them. They said, ah, you know, we don't need an attorney. We've got a stuffed lion. Right. And this is <laughs> not a joke. Did. This is they real. Totally did it. And they brought a little stuffed yeah. lion yeah. and then they spoke in tongues. To, to the, the
3: stuffed, stuffed lion. lion, and then spoke for the stuffed lion, right? Because like, you can't expect everybody in the place to understand what the stuffed they didn't bring saying. a stuffed babblefish. Yeah, they did certainly didn't bring a stuffed lion interpreter. Right, yeah. <laughs> you got to go to school for a long time to do that. It actually. takes it, it's yeah. a long time.
2: Right. Oh my god! So the battle was for custody of the baby, who the mother wants to rename Jesus Joy of the Lord. Now, by the Joy way, Joy of the Lord is one one word. word. Is that yeah. the middle name? That I don't think so. Oh dot org. No, Lord. Sorry, I don't have my glasses on. <laughs> I don't know my glasses on. <laughs> Jesus,
3: Joy of the Lord. I think that's the middle name because the baby's still going to keep their same surname, right? So they're like Smith or whatever. So it's it's Jesus, Joy of the Lord, Smith or whatever their name is.
2: I don't are. know you because you can change your last name oh, too. can you? Yeah, you oh, can change the whole thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's funny because like they, they, they want to change the name and the judge is like, no, (laughs) that's really stupid. That's not going to happen. No. Also, you're talking to a stuffed lion right now. So Hmm. you should lose. And so they're always, yeah,
3: that's, this is, this is one of those cases where, you know, these people are clearly insane. Like you're clearly crazy
2: when you're bringing a stuffed lion. I don't understand how that happens. And anybody's like, how
3: how do you get past security
2: with the lion? Right.
3: Like what do you like? Did they dress like, the line like, in a suit for court. You know, you pull your keys out and you put in a little dog dish, you know, you, to, <laughs> you pull your keys out, you got your little, you know, you got your cell phone, and then you pull your stuff lion up and they're just like, no. <laughs> that does not go in. And they're like, no, but it's my it's my attorney.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> like they just set uh, him down in front of the in hey, front no, of the no. metal detector, like, uh, okay, you go first. Yeah. <laughs> go. He's a little shy. This is his first time in court. This is
3: joy of the Lord. Go through.
2: Just come on. Go through. Come on. Go on. You know? Coax him. Can you hold out like a little piece of cheese? You know, <laughs> He'll run to you. Yeah. They dress the lion up in like a suit, <laughs> like to look all fancy for the court. <laughs> they got one of those, my little pony brushes and they brush it nice. <laughs> and in back. Uh, I like, you know, of all the cases that seem the easiest to decide as a judge, a custody case, <laughs> custody case where they show up, they're like, well, hang on. You haven't heard the other side of our argument. Give it give it give give it at that point, you're
3: just calling in the SWAT team to swoop in and save <laughs> the baby. You're just like, I, we just want to make sure the baby gets out. alive. Right. So we want to thank our patrons. We want to thank our most recent patrons, Bobson, Erica, Andrew, Athlestan, Stan, Adelaide, Antonin, Spencer, Chad, Dennis, Tamara, and then David. Thanks so very much for the you generous to donations. We truly do appreciate it. I want to mention, we got a message from uh, Roger and Roger sent me a message and said, Hey, by the way, your feed burner, RSS feed is down. And um, so chances are, I don't know, but chances are if you had the RSS feed from feed burner, you, you can't hear this anyway, but, um, but, it, feed burner uh was something that i had the rss feed in for a while but um our rss feed since we've got like over 400 podcasts is bigger than uh th- like 1000k or whatever they allow so it just won't run anymore so um so you're going to have to switch over feeds um so if you happen to come across this podcast in some other way um you know and and you you, you are using that feed we are still producing shows <laughs> so we didn't stop yeah, at 400 yeah so but um, how would but you it, but it still is not, it's not broke. It's broken. So we got a funny message. Oh, I love um, this. This is from the humble humanist, and they sent along a, uh, a, a a sort of package of communion wafers. And the communion wafers say on it that they are gluten, uh, they have a 0.01% gluten content. And the person said, if transubstantiation is true, why would they need this? And it's so true because this is supposed to turn immediately into like the body of Christ. Can you eat it if you're vegetarian? It? Uh, what the body of Christ? I don't know. I would imagine that they wouldn't be, you know, because that's got to get weird, right? Because they're like, it's like it's wheat. Yeah.
2: So, yes, but then it turns into body, the body of Christ. So, so no, once it's in your tum tum, can you eat it if you're not a human cannibal? Yeah.
3: I think they all do. I know (laughs)
2: they're all human cannibals. I think it's weird. That is super weird.
3: That's That's a super super weird. weird thought to even think like, yeah, it turns into the. This body is the literal body yeah. of Christ. The but actual. I think the reason why the vegan would eat it is because he didn't suffer. I mean, only for like three days. Three days. Yeah. Only three days. It's not as bad yeah. as most meat. It's certainly not as bad as factory farms. <clears throat> we got a message. In fact, we got a lot of messages about uh, talking about the uh, the cake case last week, and a bunch of people were saying, "Hey, you know, you kind of felt like you guys were giving those people the benefit of the doubt, um, and and sort of talking on their level." And I want to mention that Tom and I do this all very very often. What we'll do is we'll we'll hear someone say something, and in this instance, we heard the person who won the case said something to the effect of, "On the Oprah Show, "Um, I'm an artist, and I don't want someone to dictate what I do with my art." Now, Tom and I, while we didn't agree with that statement to off the bat, we. Even if we granted that statement, we still argued against it based on whether right. or not we granted that statement. And Tom and I do that very often, but we'll do it with Alex Jones. We'll say something like, OK, even if that's true, here's why it's wrong. <laughs> right. And that's what we did with that. I'm not trying to say that they had any right to do any of the things that they did. I feel like I I did mention several times in there that they didn't. Um, but I also wanted to argue against the points that they were making because I feel like if you can knock those points down, you're, it's all the better for it.
2: Yeah, we we talked about this. Cecil and I talked about this earlier. Like, if I grant you your premise, and then I prove your premise wrong, now it's like yeah. it, like it's, Where do you it's go now? gone now, yeah. Where right? Do you yeah, go it's now? just totally gone. Yeah. So, um, and when the premise is this idiotic, yeah, and so it's, it, it's worth spending some time. And I also think it's it is an interesting question about yeah. whether or not artistic. Um, sort of artistic endeavors. Do they fall outside yeah. of? Do they have a special yeah. set of considerations? Yeah. I don't think that that's an unworthy subject of conversation. Sure, got a message. Um, this is
3: from Matt, and Matt sent this. a long message about what would happen when Trump meets Kim Jong Un. Tom,
2: Kim takes one giant scoop of Neapolitan straight across all three flavors. Gross, Tiger Blood. Trump takes two bigger scoops of just strawberry and vanilla because he doesn't like brown things. Kim turns the container upside down And takes the rest Trump gets two more containers Empties them out, Slices off the chocolate And pays Dennis Rodman $130,000 to eat it But never talk about it Never talk about it Kim gets a swimming pool full Dives in and starts eating Trump orders the nearest stadium Gets filled But only after a wall Gets put down One third to keep the brown out They both die The world never speaks of them again
3: (laughs) Oh if only things went like that Matt Uh, Instead we got a fucking movie Oh, we got a message about, uh, this is from Joe and we got a message. Uh, Joe had said that, uh, Alex Jones had said that he was, uh, he's like a gorilla in his birthday suit. And, uh, this is a quote, male gorillas can weigh as much as 400 pounds, but their erect penis length is only about 1.5 inches.
2: (laughs) Hey, you know, can I mention something? Sure. Who's the guy who has to measure an erect gorilla penis? (laughs) That's a weird job. Yeah, is that it? Now do you get hands-on training for that? <laughs>
3: Got a message on uh this is from a patron patron uh a patron Chad says I just listened to episode 346 and uh Cecil how dare you speak ill of Spotted Cow. Spotted Cow is from New Glarus Brewery in yes. in Wisconsin and Spotted Cow tastes like a beer you left out overnight. Uh, like, so like if you open oh. it up and then, like, you let's say you wrong. forgot about it, and then you, you woke up in the morning, wrong. and you go, and you're like, man, I'm the hair, little hair of the dog. I'll open a beer, and then you accidentally drink the beer from the night before. That's what Spotted Cow tastes like. Yeah. <gasps> actually, is, actually, that beer
2: probably tastes a little better than Spotted Cow. What? Wait a minute. Hold so. on. What kind was it to start with? <laughs> <laughs> I like scenery. Spotted <laughs> That is not, I keep telling you, that's not beer. <laughs> the tapper's short. It's very small. <laughs> you got to pump the yeah. tap,
3: like. We got a message uh, from Hannah and Hannah says uh, a couple of people actually pointed this out that, uh, that they do study primates in psychology. We got an image from Aaron. Oh, this is great. And it's a, it's a two headline image. I'm going to put it on this week's show notes. You got to read the, read the headlines in order, read the one, the one in bold first and then the other one. And, and, uh, yeah, it kind of tells the whole story. It says two headlines says it all. And I agree. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Well, um, that's going to wrap it up for this week. um, But we're going to leave you, like we always do, with the Skeptic's Creed. Credulity is not a virtue.
8: It's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno-Babylon bullshit.